Did this week's episode make us dish out high five, guys, or let out five sighs? Find out next on... Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode two of Burn Appetit. I am your titular host, Burn Appetit. Some would say I put the tit in titular. Uh, Kate Winslet, it's in my contract, just one tit. Joining me on the show is my two usual co-hosts. You may know them from Three Beers and a Mic and the spinoff show Three Beers and an MCU name pending. Please welcome to the show Dwayne and Scott. Say hello, fellas. Hello, fellas. Hello. Now, before we get to our guest, I'd like to give any new listeners out there a brief synopsis of what the show is about. And I'm going to have Skay do it. So, Skay, do you want to tell the listeners what the show is about? Sure. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, on so the fly. Each week, each week on Burn Appetit, we have a guest. That guest picks the restaurant we're going to be eating at this week. Um, each one of the four of us, uh, unless we have more than one guest, I guess. Um, We'll pick an item off the menu, we each get it, we talk about it, discuss whether it was a a chef's kiss or (laughs) something, and and that's about it. Good job, Skay. Yeah, Uh, pretty much sums it up. Guest, eat food, talk about it. Speaking of guests, let's get to our guest. This week's guest has a YouTube channel, Front Row Negative, where you can watch him disappointingly open mystery boxes. (laughs) He's a graphic designer with such hits as the Burn Appetit logo. He's a horror movie purist, a Godzilla expert, Mountain Dew's biggest fan, and he has the hardest job of them all. He's a dad. Please welcome to the show, Aaron. Say hello, Aaron. Hey, everyone. How are y'all doing? That was a good intro. That's a pretty good intro. (laughs) Um, So the first segment, I like to call Pretty Woman. All right? So we're going to take all these hats that you wear that we talked about. And we're going to have you try them on. You're going to model them off. You're going to let us know all about you and what you do. Hey, wait. Now now I understand the Pretty Woman reference. Yeah, well, it was interrupted (laughs) by... by, uh, a drunkard on the first episode. <laughs> Who would that be? <laughs> but yes, that is Pretty Woman. And since we're talking about hats that you wear, why don't we discuss hat restoration? Oh, yeah. Bring in the hat restoration, aren't you, Aaron? Uh, yeah. Well, it became kind of a hobby during a quarantine or, or before, before quarantine when I would go to the like Goodwill and find like nice looking hats that just looked like crap. And I figured I could fix them, clean them, and some back on eBay. And that's kind of what I've been doing until they closed the Goodwill down next to her house. So it's on a hiatus for now. What is the process of cleaning a hat up? Mainly just... What do you have to do to it? I've seen some pictures, and there were some pretty grungy-looking ones. Yeah. And then the after picture, it looked like a brand-new hat. It's mainly just getting your hands dirty and cleaning, just getting some like uh, some dish soap, a good brush 
and having at least 20 minutes of free time just to uh, clean the hat. Usually when I'm doing it, the kids are unconscious either by their choice or not. And I'm able to uh, <laughs> clean. <laughs> so <laughs> that's good to know. I got one with a salt stain on it from sweating. I need oh, wait, your up. kid or a hat? Both. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's been uh, your favorite find that you found at Goodwill hat wise? Probably the Domino's hat that I found because that was like from the early 90s. Oh, uh, that's cool. And it had like the old school like square logo instead of like the domino logo that mm. they use now. And uh, I found it and it was in pretty, you know, decent shape. And I paid $2 for it. I think it was like $2 for it. Cleaned it up, fixed it, you know, brief reshape uh, the hat up. And it sold for like 40 bucks on eBay. So, holy shit. Yeah. So you're saying Goodwill needs to step their shit up and they're sitting <laughs> on a gold mine to, over there. Goodwill needs to invest in like a washer and dryer. <laughs> clean that clean that shit up. You can get one of those for ten dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Probably That's could. Funny. Let's talk about your love of Mountain Dew next. First off, what do they call what do you call yourselves as the community of Mountain Dew lovers? Well it and it kind of depends because the I guess the marketing over the years has uh changed because it used to be you like you were a part of the Dew University, so it was do you which was kind of play on words. Then it became the do nation. Then it was like the, uh, like the do squad. Different. They had different names for it with me. Do heads. Do heads. <laughs> do, do the do heads. Do or even, heads. Or, or even do the do heads. Well, for once at one time it was called the dudes. The dudes. So yeah, it, it the name kind of varies, but uh, there really isn't just a name. It's just, you just drink do and I always keep one strapped. Next to my side, just just in case. And you uh, a holster for that? No, but I have the shower caddy, and that thing is awesome. <laughs> Let's on, go around on the, the horn. It's on their website too. It's like waterproof and everything. So there's actually a shower caddy for Mountain yes, Dew. Yes, there oh is. It's silicone. That's pretty sweet, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go so around the like, horn and name our favorite Mountain Dew flavors. Baja Blast does not count because that's obviously the best one. So, <laughs> Dwayne, what's your favorite Mountain Dew flavor? I just like classic Mountain Dew, man. Of course you do. I'm the missionary style. <laughs> the missionary <laughs> position of Mountain Dew. The missionary. Skay. It's, uh, it's a 7.5. <laughs> chef's kiss? Is that a chef's kiss? Uh, favorite Dew. I think I like plain Dew as well. I'll have a code red every once in a while. But I don't try that like game fuel shit they come out with and the fancy stuff. I, I just don't. It's just plain old do or Cobra Red. Aaron, that's, that that that's that's disappointing to hear, Sky. Because in my life, I've learned two things: you either do or you don't. And uh, you should you, said do or do not. No, there is no try. <laughs> or for mm. his case, there's no drink. Uh. I've got to go back to the OG pitch black. The OG pitch black. That was an amazing flavor. They got rid of it. Didn't bring it back. They, they released a sequel, which was a different uh, mixture. Wasn't as good as the first first, which is so good. And it got me through college. So mad props. It's a pretty good choice. I'm going to go with voltage. 
I don't know what <laughs> voltage the flavor is supposed to be. <laughs> but God damn it, is it awesome? It's I Jolly Rancher. It. Voltage is just Jolly Rancher. Perfect. Like all flavors combined, melted down into liquid form. Perfect. With with all the sugar. With all the sugar. <laughs> Perfect. I love it. All right. You used to work for Booker T. Is that correct? <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. What was it like to work for five time? Well, um, Booker T. What did you do? What did you do for him? First? I for his because he has a wrestling school here in Houston. I did all the graphics for the shows. I did the T-shirt designs. I ran the social media, mainly the Facebook group page or the Facebook fan page. Uh, I helped keep track of a lot of things. Whenever you had special events, I would do the flyers and the marketing for all of that. I did quite a bit. Um, Unfortunately for Booker is he suffers from a common disease with people who have some kind of fame that's called uh, don't want to pay itis. And (laughs) that's usually, you know, pretty well not liked for people who spend (laughs) hours of their time to make them look good. And to this day, I haven't been able to find anything to spend my 800 exposure bucks on. So uh, that's kind of where it's at. That's kind of what happened uh, after a few years. Have you seen anyone come through his wrestling school there that ended up making the big times? Well, okay, to, to the, that, that question is kind of, it's kind of a gray area because him and his school will claim a whole bunch of people. That have that are on TV now, but for the ones that actually trained there, went in there day in day out, and didn't leave his school on their own, it's very very few. So the 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 one the one the main two people that left his school and straight into WWE, uh, one was um, what's his name the Brendan Williams from the Texans, trained with Booker, then went to NXT. To train or went to the performance center to train. And he's that that goofy guy Mace on a uh, Raw. The other guy mm-hmm. lasted about three to four weeks before getting fired for beating up his girlfriend up there while his fiance down here in Houston heard about it through the news. And this oh, was a goodness. big guy. This was this was a big guy called uh Andy, who was a bodyguard for another wrestler up there. They're on the on the on Raw, I think. And those are the main two that started in Booker's and left to WWE from Booker's. Everybody else kind of came in, trained a little bit, and went around the country doing right. indie shows, learned, you know, perfecting their craft like Ember Moon uh, and a whole bunch of oh, other cool. people. But if you ask him, half the roster is ROW trained. <laughs> if you ask for the I mean, truth, only two. And one is currently still there. So... Interesting. Um, that leads us into our next topic, the topic of graphic design. <laughs> How did you get into graphic design? Did you go to school for it? I Is did go to school for it. I did go to school. Well, when I left high school, um, my goal was to be a uh, either, like either a psychologist or a school counselor. And I went through the classes. I started well, you training. nailed it. Well, I went through the classes <laughs> for that. Um, on, when I, when I was working at Walmart, they wouldn't give me the time off. I needed to do certain other classes. 
So I had to drop out of school to, you know, pay for room and, you know, pay, pay rent and all that. So I left school. I always wanted to do art and I was like, I either do it or I regret not doing it for the rest of my life. So I gave it a Mm -hmm. shot. I scratched and clawed and sacrificed through school and afterwards to keep a good career. And I think it's turned out pretty well. I think I've awesome. got a pretty good following um, from what I do. Uh, so, yeah, I sacrificed so much in school just to get to do it. And even during the latter parts of each semester, I would be get there at like 530 in the morning and not leave until 1 a.m. Just wow, homework, doing school, learning everything just to have a good career. So awesome. and it's turned out pretty good. I hope. Cool. Walk us through the process of graphic design. When you come up with an idea, so a lot of your, at least your, a lot of your t-shirts designs are uh, what I would call mashups, right? A lot of them are mashups. Um, a lot of them, my thought process is how do I make a shirt design that I like without technically getting a cease and desist for a property that I like? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, because a lot of times you see these shirts when, when a movie comes out or when a franchise is popular, they have the same generic look. They have the same generic style. Nothing is different. Nothing is, you know, out of the ordinary. And that goes for wrestling. It goes for you know, a lot of the things that I like. So one day when I was working for, I, I was doing shirt designs for Booker and, uh, I did a lot of them too. Uh, I was, I came up with a design and I said, Hey, here's the design for your show. Uh, if you want to use it, cool. You know, just this float me 20 bucks and it's yours. Cheap. I was trying to do cheap, you know, just earn a good 20. Mm-hmm. And I was essentially told by his assistant that my design was terrible. I would never make good designs. I would never sell a single t-shirt. And so I took that and I was like, you know what? F you. I'm going to put the design up on a store. And I'm going to see. So what I did was I opened up a store on T public first. I put that design and I put three others up. And within two weeks I had sold 35 of that design. The one I was wow. told wouldn't sell at all. Here's the funny part. The design that they went with that was like a generic looking design only sold six. So <laughs> awesome. Already outsold them. Yeah, already. <laughs> yeah, I already outsold them there. And after a while, I was just like, you know what? I've always wanted to do this. I always wanted to have this shirt design because this is something that I keep thinking of. Design it, put it up. It either sells or it doesn't sell. And once you get it, once I got over that kind of like that period of okay, this one's not selling right now, but maybe it might later on. I became fine, and I started doing my like I started like kind of telling myself to do one design per week to where, and I got up to like 60 de- different designs. I was good. And it just kind of snowballed from that, just different designs. Uh, I would think of stuff when I would see it and like, you know what, that'd be kind of cool with a t-shirt, but let me check it out first to make sure nobody else has done it. Cause that's another problem too. Yeah. Is that you have people who have similar stuff will kind of attack each other when it's lo- when it's uh, like listed at the same time. So I had to go through that. And I've been fortunate enough to where uh, the designs I do have not been copied all the way, or uh, it's different. It has a similar theme, but it's completely different. So, 
And that that's always been like a good thing. There's no uh, knockoff yeah. three beers at a mic church yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. But with like, but now I think I have like over a hundred designs in the store. So it's kind of hard for me to uh, like go through every site and check every single one to make sure sure it's not ripped off. And uh, for a while, two years ago, that's what I was doing like every day was checking one design through the internet to make sure it wasn't ripped off. And that was just time consuming. So let's say someone rips off like your Moon Knight shirt. (laughs) When you get the cease and desist letter from Disney, can you just forward that to the the other site? (laughs) (laughs) Well, if I if I get the cease and assist, um, I look to make sure nobody else is copying my design. Because um, if they are, what I end up doing is I uh, go and go after them as the original rights holder, and then just upload mine and just have the link go to their account instead, to where they'll just keep getting bombarded with a cease and assist for nothing, and I'm somewhat safe. So, Mark, it's there. There's some tricks I know. There's some tricks I know. Interesting. Um, beginning to end. So let's say, let's use um, the show's logo, Burn Appetite, right? Mm-hmm. I came to you. Well, I came to Dwayne. Dwayne was the middleman. <laughs> I came to Dwayne and I said, um, it'd be cool to do a like a Pac-Man theme where Pac-Man's a burger and you have him eating like three beers instead of the fruits or chasing ghosts or whatever thinking it was going to be 2D Pac-Man. You basically just make it look like a burger bun, generic mm-hmm. beer cans. <laughs> and then obviously anyone who's listening to this will see our logo at some point, but it is a million times better than anything that I could have thought of. So beginning to end, how long of a process is it where you have you get a customer's idea or whatever? Mm-hmm. Till you have a, a finished product, like product. Well, normally uh, the process starts like I talk to the, I talk to the client first. Um, one thing I ask them is, you know, do they already have an idea in mind, or is it just like a free range to do whatever I want? And normally the customer or the client thinks they know what they want, and I and I use that kind of, I use that term kind of loosely because in their mind they see somewhat of a finished product. They don't see what they want. They see something similar to what they want. And it's, I I agree. (laughs) And and so I come in and I'll say, okay, you know, what do you want? What colors do you prefer? And also I kind of research the, the person or the company a little bit to kind of, you know, get some imagery, get some, I call it, some icons shapes to use to go with or theme to go with what they want. Um, With yours, like, you know, uh, when I talked to Dwayne, Dwayne was like, yeah, he wants, he wants something very Pac-Man like with, but with like a burger or something. And I was like, okay. Um, okay. Uh, let me try to come up with something. And I remember I started drawing like, like hamburgers running and eating. And I and originally the burger had like arms and legs. And I was like, nah, that looks kind of lame. That looks kind of stupid. This isn't burger time. <laughs> so, uh, you know, to kind of play on three beers and a mic, I added three beers. So, uh, I went with like the evil looking Pac-Man burger but, with three but they're beers. Not, they don't, I think this is what Bernie's saying. Like, it's just not a beer bottle there. It no, looks it's like not. a beer bottle running it's anime. Away. Yeah. It's animated yeah. cans and bottles. Well, and... I took, well, I took like the emotions of like the ghosts from Pac-Man when they're running away. 
because if you play, I think the newer ones, like whenever the ghosts turn blue, they have like the little worry signs, like the little worry, like uh, emotions when they're mm-hmm. running away now. So like I try to infuse that into the beard cans and stuff to where they're curved running away. Added like worry signs or like little drops of uh, alcohol flowing out. Yeah, there's like little sweat things. Yeah, like it, like yeah, little sweat game. But the sweat does. But the sweat is also a, the, uh, the what do you call it? The it's like when it's like when the beer's cold. The the yeah, perspiration. Sweat. I think they just call it sweat. The condensation. The condensation. So I wanted to add that to give them kind of personality, as you know, as they're going. And also, if you look at the beers, there's a there's a. a was it a Heineken? Because I think Adam drinks Heineken or something like that. Dos Equis. Uh, Dos Equis. Well, I remember it was. I remember it was a green bottle. <laughs> green he, he drank something that, that was a green bottle. So I added a green bottle, added a can, and added a uh, dark log to kind of incorporate the three different personalities on the show. Like you know, Bernie's With eating my name in like. <laughs> <laughs> With your name using the Pac-Man font, so. <laughs> That's awesome. I remember Dwayne showing me. Um, like the hand-drawn sketch of it, like a picture of the hand-drawn sketch. And I was like, what the fuck, man? <laughs> That's insane. So like, I, mean, I was not expecting it. I, I wish I saw the picture I sent him of the three bears and a mic. I think Bernie saw it. <laughs> Bernie was like, is that three dildos? What are, what are, you, what are you drawing there? <laughs> but Aaron yeah. got the picture. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. I remember that. Uh and it's just, it's just, and it's also just working with the client, having good communication and, you know, really creating an icon or a logo that will last more than three years. Because the problem that most businesses or think, you know, companies have is that they want to create a logo that looks cool, but it only looks cool for three years. And then they rebrand and then they rebrand again. And then it just becomes a cycle of constantly changing the brand to where people get confused. There, there's no brand identity to it. And with the, with the work that I do, I, want to, I try to make logos or icons that can last at least 10 years and then stay that way and not get old or outdated or right. the pun or the joke or this parody runs its course. You know, something that lasts. And so uh, that that's, that's really the thought process I go through it. What is your... Favorite design that you've done? Uh, the, my favorite one that I've done. Oh wow! So I've done I've done a lot. I think my favorite was probably the one that got seasoned desisted the most, uh, and that was probably my uh, the Rand School of Martial Arts, the uh, Iron Fist one. Uh-huh. Uh, just because it was so different and unique, and there was nothing like it out there at all. There still isn't anything like it. I know Marvel released a really crappy kind of Cobra Kai-esque design for yeah. the Rand's martial arts or Rand's karate. And it just looks stupid. And at least I know with mine, uh, what made mine different was that I had somebody uh, translate the wording into Mandarin, which is what oh, cool. they use in the comics, which is what, you know, part of the heritage in the comics. So, uh, I try to make I try to make it the most authentic I could, and I think that's why it's my most favorite because I spent a lot of time on it to make it look and feel like a real shirt, like a real company, right. not just a parody. Awesome. So uh, I got a, I got a quick question. How many how 
is, do more clients come to you with an idea or are they like, just do what you think would look cool? Well, first, most clients come to me with looking for free work, uh, which <laughs> I kind of stop them right there and say, no, not going to happen. I got to get paid. I, I, I got to get, I got to get my money. Um, the second thing that, that I guess the most clients, most clients will come to me with an idea that they, that they think they have. And by the end of the job or the gig, it's completely different from what they wanted and it's something better. So it usually, they usually come to me with, with an idea, but then um, as we talk and as I start pointing things out, it becomes so much better. It, it becomes a completely different thing. So awesome. that's usually how it goes. Um, I think my favorite shirt, one of my favorite shirts that you did in Skate with like this, is, I'm pretty, this isn't your shirt. We can edit this out. So, <laughs> with the stamp here. All right, I got it's it. A, it's a John Cena, um, King of Wrong style. That one's mine. Yeah. Okay. That, that one's mine. <laughs> I love that. That's awesome. Yeah, that um, one's mine. Uh, I tried it. That was I made that one right before, right before Rumble was at San Antonio. Whenever, mm-hmm. uh, whenever number thirty was Roman Reigns and everybody booed the hell out of him. So. <laughs> I made that shirt right before then and I ordered it hoping that it would arrive before rumble. Yeah. It didn't happen. <laughs> oh, it no. didn't happen. It, it came two days after rumble. So, uh, but yeah, I made that one with the intention of wearing it to the Royal rumble because yeah, I hate John Cena. Do you, do you have a <laughs> Batista shirt? Uh, no, because he hasn't really done anything important yet. Oh, Skay for the first time. Hasn't done anything important. Oh my god, I'm offended personally. <laughs> so are his fans. <laughs> easy, you two. Easy. Um, last thing about graphic design, and then we can move on to some other topic. What would your advice be? to someone who wants to get into graphic design, maybe they're making a career change. Maybe that's something they want to go into for school. I would say don't listen to anything on YouTube about learning because the problem is that YouTube teaches people one way. They don't teach people the different ways to do or create or do any of that. Um, I will look, I will look into taking just creativity classes, graphic design classes, even if it's just cheap ones, something, something to where you can get actual individual feedback to where you're not basically learning something that's only one way. Um, so, so like improv classes? Yeah, like, you know, like, you know, like <laughs> actors take improv classes? Yeah, they do take yeah, yeah. improv classes. Mm-hmm. That. Or how comedians will learn to take drama classes to learn, you know, to stay in character or something without laughing. You know, you want to be good at your craft and you always want to grow. And with YouTube, and I, I keep hearing a lot of people say that I watched this few videos on YouTube. It's I'm good enough. I'm, I'm great. And with graphic design, the problem with YouTube is that it teaches you usually one way and there's no feedback. And in real life, when you get a client, the only feedback you hear is not getting paid or not hearing from that client again. Mm-hmm. So... It's better to train with somebody like, you know, another professional looks, look up a professional and ask to, Hey, can you 
teach me on the side? Can you uh, kind of mentor me? Do that. You want to have that kind of personal interaction to where you can grow as well as, you know, make your craft stronger to make it better. And that has always been my thing is, you know, whenever I do a design, I'll ask to a few other graphic designers or ask a few other artists, hey, what do you think? Do you think the colors work? Do you think this works? And I'll even ask, you know, people who aren't in that field the same questions just to kind of get like, like a balanced opinion of does it work? Does it not work? Does the people who know the, tech, the technicality of it get it versus the people who don't know anything about graphic design get it? You know, I, I want that balance. So right. I ask back and forth and I continually listen to other people as they're, you know, doing stuff. So that's my thing is stay away from YouTube. Try to get mentorship with a, with a pro or even with a teacher, you know, something to where you get, uh, you know, some kind of uh, constructive, response. constructive feedback and stuff, constructive feedback, some kind of response to where you can kind of grow your craft. And that's mainly it. It's just, you know, learn and grow, but stay away from YouTube. I know Skillshare is starting to have like private teachers and private tutors and stuff like that. Even hire, even try to hire out a graphic design tutor if you can, you know, something to mainly get that one-on-one -on -one feedback. Cause that's, that's the best thing. And you have to have the drive to do it. It can't be just you start it. It doesn't work for about three weeks and you give up because then, you know, you're just going to look like a failure. You have to, you know, you have to fail in order to get better, to grow the craft. And that's put in the, one of the, put in the time, right? You got to put in the effort to, to really want to make a success out of it. So that's kind of my thing is, you know, it's not an easy YouTube video career is something that you have to grow. It's something that you have to work at, something that you have to, uh, you know, make, make it your own. So that's, that's really that it. Fantastic advice. Aaron, yeah. For those listening and are interested in going into that field. I think everybody knows at least someone growing up that was the horror kid, right? The mm -hmm. person that was always drawn to horror movies, oh, Halloween, yeah. stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Um, I believe, um, shit, what is his name? There was a character in the OC. Uh, the OC. In the horror the, movies. The OC? Yeah. <laughs> the MTV show? No, it was an M was it MTV. <laughs> was it MTV or like CW? Or CW. I think it got rerun on MTV. Um, um, the, the main curly haired kid. He was I have a no idea. Uh, well, Seth, Seth it, was his name. It probably would have been UPN Fox? back in the day. I think it was on Fox, man. I think it I was think it was on Fox. Yeah, yeah I have no idea. Fox. He was a he was a horror guy. Uh, I think. Uh, Wasn't it whatever nine hundred two one zero was on? Same <laughs> network. Yeah, that was Fox then. If it was nine hundred two one zero, that was Fox. I don't know, Dwayne. I'm not that old. <laughs> <laughs> um. What drew you into the horror genre? Uh, I don't know. It's, I think with the horror movies, uh, it's the silliness of it to, to begin with. And I think what got me in was like the creature or the, like the monster designs. Because I wasn't really in the horror movies until I was like maybe like 12. Uh, but I was mostly when I was growing up, but when I was like a younger kid, I was like always into monster movies like Godzilla and stuff like that. 
And I remember passing by uh, a um, like a like a Randall's or a Kroger's magazine section and seeing Fangoria magazine. And on the cover was uh, was uh, the fly. Uh, Jeff Goldblum's The Fly was like on the cover. And I thought, holy crap, that creature looks awesome. I picked it up and started looking through it, and I started seeing all these different monsters and creatures. And I'm like, where and are as these? Twelve-year-old uh, adolescent boy going through puberty. You took it back to your house. And... <laughs> <laughs> no, no, like no, I didn't do that. Uh, <laughs> I didn't do that. But uh, you know, just seeing the creature effects and the creature design, I wanted to watch those movies to see what what created those or why those things are in there. And then it just kind of. You know, having a blockbuster card at the age of 13 without any restrictions, I uh, dominated that whole horror like uh, section at Blockbuster. And uh, yeah, I rented almost everything there just because I was always curious and, you know, wanted to see everything now because I, I was hooked on just the horror element. And uh, yeah, yeah, creature, the creature effects and designs is what got me into it. Cause I wanted to see where these things were from. And uh, I think the one thing that got me was like the box art. Cause the box art, which is always so the, the horror movie box arts from like the eighties and nineties are just so like detailed and just amazing looking. And for most of them, it is that That's way where they spend you, all the money is on the box. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they're that shit. way <laughs> until you watch the movies. Then you're like, what the crap was this? <laughs> like a perfect example is the movie blood diner. Amazing box art. Great looking box art. Terrible movie. It is horrible. It doesn't match the box art at all. But it, you it, love it. No, I bought it and I uh, sold it on eBay. I, it <laughs> I got rid of it. Uh, but yeah, it's just, if you look at the box art, like from the 80s, it's just some of the most like crazy looking art. And again, it goes back to graphic design that just, I, you know, that design element that got me hooked. And, Interesting. you know, just, it's just that 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 uh, that box art. I mean, is part of it cool. the fact that you know these movies are being campy? I didn't know that at the time. I didn't because I mean, when I'm 13, I don't know that they're campy. I either know that it's either good or it's just terrible. It's real to him, damn it, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> it's not wrestling, <laughs> but uh, it's just I just knew if like if it was good, I was going to re-rent it. If it was terrible, I'm never going to watch it again. And I was lucky enough to. Watch a lot of good ones from Blockbuster and then, you know, just forget the bad ones. So speaking of good ones, let's go around the horn, name our favorite horror movie. And then Aaron, I want you <laughs> to name your Mount Rushmore of horror creatures, monsters. Okay. You wanna... All right. Dwayne, what's your favorite horror movie? I'd probably have to go back to the original no- Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, you're going missionary position again. Well, it's just, it's probably like the first horror movie that I watched that I really liked. So, you know, that, that scene where his face comes through the, the wall, like, freaked me out when I was a kid. Skay. <laughs> mm. <laughs> uh, uh, man, hard to say. I would say Cube. I don't know if you know that one, Aaron. I know cube. I've seen all three of them. I see all three cube movies. Yeah. So cube two, hypercube, and then cube zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. The prequel. Yeah. It's yeah. about this, this cube verse. You know, cube cube is like different. It's a totally different movie. I I mean, I like the Freddy and Jason, you know, the 
the regular, the normal stuff, but Cube is probably, it's like a real, like, thinking, intellectual type of horror movie. It's weird. It's like it's, thinking, it's a thinking man's horror movie. Yeah, it, it's Portal it the horror movie. It's Portal the horror movie. Kinda. Yeah. Yeah. Cube was good. Well, I too like a thinking man's horror movie. Saw. Gremlins 2. <laughs> the new batch. <laughs> the new batch. I fucking love that movie. Is that a horror or a comedy? Uh, it's Gremlins. Yeah, Gremlins one. I would say was more horror than well, comedy. Gremlins oh, two is yeah. straight up comedy. <laughs> like, well, it, it would be considered a creature feature because the the because of the monsters, the little gremlins in there. It was uh, basically a parody of the first one. <laughs> <laughs> but me and my brother used to go to the beach every year, and when we would go to the movie, like whenever it was raining and stuff, we would go down and rent movies VHSs. Every year, we would pick Gremlins 2. <laughs> the new batch. Every year. Oh my god, I love that movie so much. Aaron, what's your favorite? You can give us both. I will allow you to give us both as our honorary guest. Okay. I want to know your Mount Rushmore and then your favorite horror movie. Okay, so for a Mount Rushmore of what, characters or? Yeah. yeah. Okay, characters. Okay, I'm And it go- can be up to you whether it's... They're on there because they're influential to the genre, or if they just mean the most to you. I, you I'm I'm going to name the four that are probably the most recognized because people people will remember them, um, even if they don't know the name, they remember the look and the style of the creature or the character or the slasher or whatever. So Jason's going to be on there because I mean, you see That's a hockey mask, half he's iconic. Bad. You see the hockey mask, it's iconic. You know you're going to recognize that, associate that with Jason. So he will be on there. Um, second, I'll probably go with for horror, even though it started off as somewhat of a horror movie, but then it kind of went to sci-fi. The Terminator. The very first Terminator movie, it was a horror movie. He, you're, the, you're, you're bending the rules a little bit, but I'll allow it. But he was haunt, <laughs> a, a metal robot disguised in human flesh hunting mm. someone to kill them. Okay, I'll allow but, it. What's the difference between uh, T1000 or T100 and Michael Myers? Besides one being human and one acting like a human. Which one's acting like the human? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. So I'm going to go with the T100. The third. Uh, when, so we're gonna, talking the metal look, though. Yeah, the right? metal look. Yeah, the endoskeleton. The full-on endoskeleton. Uh, number three, I'm going to go with the killer clown. Because everybody has seen killer clowns or they know of killer clowns from outer space. Uh, it's something that people instantly recognize. I mean, right there. They, rec- <laughs> they recognize them. Yeah. <laughs> totally recognize that thing. Recognize them. And then fourth, uh, probably the gremlins. Because no matter what, yeah. everybody recognizes a gremlin. And best. You don't have to. You don't have to say the rules. And the first thing people think of is don't get them wet. You know, don't free them at their midnight. They know the rules. That's, that's Skay hears that rule all the time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so those those are probably be my my uh, my four about Rushmore, just because of uh, people know them. People will instantly recognize them if they see that. You, you know what this means now? What's that? About Rushmore, a shirt. Sure. <laughs> A shirt. Uh, I need more time in life. <laughs> Full circle. 
And I expect to get at least half the proceeds of that shirt. <laughs> and and for my, or I will favorite... send you a cease and desist letter. <laughs> and for my favorite uh, movie of all time, a horror movie of all time, ooh, because that's because yeah, it floats back and forth between two movies. So I'm gonna probably go with Name Return both. of the Living. Okay, the, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Uh, nineteen. That was nineteen eighty. That's a good one. Two or three. Um, great zombie movie. Uh, it's got it's got a young Linnea Quigley in it. Uh, it's got uh, uh, Miguel Nunez, who's almost in everything from the late eighties and early nineties. You might know him as Juana Man. Uh, oh yeah, he he was in there. And then all and then my other favorite movie is Trick or Treat, which is the anthology from Michael Dodery. Uh, who's also who also wrote a, and directed Krampus? Uh, those two are like my my one and two that usually flip back and forth. So, and then you know, Return of the Living Dead, amazing soundtrack, amazing special effects. You know, it's got everything. Trick or treat, it's just an amazing story. All those small details that play in later on into the movie, uh, just well thought out horror film that's like very pulp fiction like with the way it's everything's connected. So. Uh, just those, yeah, those two are like my two favorites. There you go. Anyone who enjoys horror films and you're looking for some recommendations and you haven't seen those, go ahead and check them out. Yes. Now, as I said, everyone knows a kid growing up that was super into horror movies, <laughs> but nobody knows a kid that was into Godzilla movies. So, Aaron, <laughs> why? Why? <laughs> Uh, it's like asking the people who like why they like wrestling. I mean, because you have monsters that fight. That's pretty much your pain to see the fight. You can care less about the humans. Usually, the old gods, old the old school Godzilla movies from the from the Showa era. It's just goofy looking wrestling with rubber suits, <laughs> and that's what got me into. That's them, pretty accurate, just, actually. <laughs> that's what got me into because I think because usually when I would rent these movies, I would just fast forward until to like the last thirty minutes just to see the fights. That's it. When I would rent them, I would just fast forward to the to the fights, and then eventually uh, my my dad picked up on what it was doing. He's like, "No, if we're gonna rent this like eight times a week, you need to watch the full movie. We're not just watching the fights." So, uh, but for the longest time, I was just fast forwarding to the to the fights, uh, but and it just. The design, you know, thinking of like a giant radioactive dinosaur that spits fire versus a giant cockroach with drill bit arms and hands <laughs> that shoots napalm bombs. I mean, that kind of sells itself. That kind of sells it. And they team up, they team up with a robot that can that can grow tall and shrink, that knows kung fu. I mean, it kind of sets itself up for a, uh, you know, some good movie watching. And a sequel. And sequels, <laughs> and over th- and it must something must have worked because there's over thirty movies in that franchise, in that uh, char- with that character. So the Godzilla cinematic universe, you mean? Pretty much. Movie. I know what we're doing for our next. Is there podcast, official title? Guys. Is there official title for that? The is it the Monster Universe? Well, you know, well, like well, the the legend the legendary version is the MonsterVerse, but for. The Japanese version is just the Toho, you know, just the Toho verse because it's all one company, just Toho. So, uh, but yeah, it's just Toho, more like Toe No. 
This isn't an intro, uh, Bernie. <laughs> Who's that? Who's that? It's a terrible Gosh. joke. I will take your word for it on those movies so. being good. Yeah, I just, tr- I just watch the judgment. fights. Just watch the fights. They're That's good all you for really what watch. they are. Yeah. Like, you don't go into a Godzilla movie going, this is going to be the fucking Godfather. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be Rosebud. <laughs> You go in saying this is the Godfather three, and we're all going to be disappointed. <laughs> uh, you got to have an open imagination with these things. I mean, we literally had a WrestleMania match where two people fought over one being called stupid by the other one, and people hey, love that. Spoilers: match. I didn't watch WrestleMania. Oh, I'm, I'm saving you the trouble then. It yeah, sucked. I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I, have, I have no interest in watching it. So it was fine. terrible. They fought over being called stupid. <clears throat> in a cage. It's a, in- it's a pretty big insult. In a cage. Well, that wraps <laughs> up our pretty woman segment. <laughs> now, <laughs> let's get into the food. So, Aaron, I don't know if you did this on purpose, picking five guys, because I am very vocal about my outright disdain for five guys. <laughs> Um, I didn't know that. Not I, didn't know that. Um, I just think it's overrated, and anyone that says Five Guys is, has the best burger, I it, I just filled with unbelievable anger when I hear that. Well, um, Aaron obviously didn't think they had the best burger because I didn't. He didn't. He didn't pick a burger. I didn't pick the burger because <laughs> I don't think wild, they have the best burger. <laughs> which is wild. Pick Five Guys, and your item is not a burger. Before we get into that, <laughs> I want to know what your eating habits are in terms of fast food, fast casual, chain restaurants. Are you a fast foodie? Is that your go-to if, uh, if you're not making stuff at home, or is it a rare well, occurrence? Fast, well, fast food is more convenient when I'm at like work, and my options are very limited. Um, usually after work or on the weekends, if we do eat fast food, it's usually the kid's choice. I don't really get a decision. So mm-hmm. uh, I hear that. <laughs> so it's um, usually my options during lunch break is like either McDonald's, Burger King, Taco Bell, or uh, Jack in the Box. That's it. Sounds like a Mount Rushmore to me, baby. <laughs> yeah, Mount Rushmore for a bathroom break. Wait, wait. But... <laughs> I've seen yeah, I have to. I have to travel for Whataburger. I usually have to take an extra uh, couple minutes to do a Whataburger run. Well, that so, was my next uh, point. You are posting like it feels like every Friday. I try to make it every Friday, my my cheat okay. day for a uh, Whataburger. Whataburger is the best, right? We it can't is. do it on this show because I'm in Ohio, Skay's in outside Pittsburgh. Yeah, because I we picked never, Whataburger first. And you we'll said, never no, get we... to do Whataburger unless we <laughs> fly to Houston. <laughs> Me and Skay both fly oh, to Houston yeah. and do a, a live in person yeah. show. We'll do, yeah. After we get our I'm first 10,000 followers, <laughs> we'll fly to Houston. Yeah. Episode 100 uh, extravaganza <laughs> episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be in the hospital, you know, hooked up after my first heart attack. But... Your first triple bypass? Yeah. Um, no, I did pick Whataburger, but you said that there wasn't any around you or a uh, Skay. So, uh, no, unfortunately, there's not because Whataburger is my favorite. 
but I had to pick something. I'm like, well, what's something that I don't really get to eat too often that I haven't eaten in a while. And I think the last time I had five guys was, Oh man, that was like about a year and a half ago before an iron maiden concert. We stopped at a five guys to eat before heading to uh, the show. No, before Slayer, we went to see Slayer. And yeah, we stopped at the Five Guys before the show to go eat. And it happened. So. <laughs> Dwayne and Skay, when was the last time you were at a Five Guys? Uh, I was working. God, it was probably like four years ago or so. Oh, wow. Four years ago. Wow. Yeah, yeah it's been a long time. Before that, I was in college. I don't feel um, bad now. There was a Five Guys right on Pitt's campus, and I went to it, I think, one time when I was in college, once. It's pretty expensive for a college kid's budget. Yeah. It was well, right there, like right there. <laughs> and what I were you selling up there to afford that on a college kid's <laughs> budget? Uh, nah, brownies? Was, were you selling uh, brownies? We can talk about it after the recording here. <laughs> I don't know if I want it on the record. It's March 11th where you're at right now, isn't it? He has a thing about <laughs> stuff being canon, and he doesn't like. He doesn't want his character to be. Is, is, is uh, canon? Is that what it's called? Stuff. I, I want to be more like you know, a little more Captain America and a little less. <laughs> is the canon what it's called, is it, or is it called Wesley Pipes? <laughs> <laughs> Four years. Wow, Dwayne. It's been so long, I don't even remember. <laughs> I, remember. I think I've only been there one other time, though. Back in the time of pagers? <laughs> I last went um, for my blog, Beer Appetite. Uh, I did a, um, a blog. Yeah, they had a special, five they had some special menu item, right? I Yeah, I got the secret menu item where I got their regular cheeseburger, the two patties, but I had them make grilled cheese sandwiches as the buns. Oh my. There's a special name for it, um, which is me right now. Yeah, did but... you have the defibrillator next to you while you're eating it? <laughs> um, <laughs> that's just a Tuesday for me, baby. <laughs> it's uh, called the Revive. <laughs> so I did that. Um, but yeah, I, it was probably three years before that time since the last time I was out of five guys, um, I got my food delivered this time. I called first to see if they do the chili, which we will talk about. Um, they did not. So I'm like, well, I'm not fucking going in there. I'm just going to deliver it. <laughs> um, did any of you guys actually go to the store? Yes. Yes, yes. I did. Yeah. Yeah. Do they still do the peanuts? No, uh, they no, don't they have don't. them out right no. now because not of not anymore. on request though, uh, there was a sign you could get peanuts on request. Okay. That was I, my... didn't, I didn't even know they did peanuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like Texas Roadhouse. It's, it's like a Texas fucking Roadhouse. barn in there, man. You just <laughs> grab peanuts from the fucking I mean, cross that they have all there, around the store. You there were them, potato sacks them. and uh, peanut oil everywhere. but Yeah, there were. <laughs> you just throw the shells on the floor like a goddamn animal. Yeah, Texas Roadhouse. And yeah, then, that's... I'm surprised you still do that with... No, the, Texas the Roadhouse doesn't, doesn't let you do it anymore. Not anymore? No. Bunch of animals. COVID. Somebody probably slipped on them. No, I think somebody slipped on them. Oh, lawsuit. <laughs> or yeah, or peanut allergy. Who knows? Probably the peanut allergy. I am surprised five guys would still do that. Because, yeah, I don't know. They won't even let the kids like have peanut butter sandwiches at school. They will fucking the restaurant where you're just chucking peanut shells all over the goddamn place. <laughs> um, 
classic. Let's get into what we all ordered. We will go around the horn. You will say what you ordered. You will give it a chef's kiss, a chef's diss, or if you just thought it was just okay, you will give us a kumsi kumsa. Hold on, let me uh, write that down. <laughs> Dwayne, Dwayne struggles with this aspect of the show. There's only three options. <laughs> if it's a chef's diss, we are going to do the Price is Right failure sound. Skay, why don't you give us a little preview of that? Because <laughs> something like boom, 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 boom. <laughs> so if, if you give a chef's diss, you have to do that. Aaron, what was your item at Five Guys, and what were your thoughts? My item was the bacon and cheese hot dog. But uh, what was it really? Originally, it was supposed to be the chili dog, because the last time I went there, uh, they did have they put chili on it. So I'm like, okay. And that's what, that's what I liked it. But they didn't have chili when I went in there this time. So... No, no chili. No, uh, I was very disappointed. So, yeah, it was supposed to be the chili dog with bacon and cheese. And it was that without the chili. And yeah, still, your thoughts? it was good. I mean, it wasn't great. It wasn't like a Nathan's hot dog. It was, uh, what's good? It's like, it's like getting a ballpark dog for half the price. And adding a decent stick of bacon to it and realizing that life was just mediocre at that moment. (laughs) (laughs) Now, before we get everyone else's opinion, (laughs) does ketchup belong on hot dogs? Let's go around the horn. Yes. Aaron says, sure, why not? Yeah. Skay says, sure. Dwayne? I don't put ketchup on my hot dog, no. Thank you, Dwayne. Ketchup <laughs> does not belong on hot dogs. That's the official stance of Burn Appetit Podcast. Save your ketchup for the burgers, ladies and gentlemen. I think it's the official stance of Burn Appetit. <laughs> the whole show? No, just you. Just you. That's no, the whole show. Just you. Just you. Nope. I, a lot uh, of people like ketchup I, on hot dogs. It's fine. A lot of people like ketchup I, on hot dogs. I overrule you, Skay. <laughs> Ketchup, mustard, and onion is like you the standard hot him? dog. It's just yep. bang right there. Standard dog. <laughs> what this are you, Jimmy a, King? I will is, rule you. This is a monarchy on the show. I don't, <laughs> this is a monarchy. He, uh, yeah, I was Ketchup's elected. <laughs> I was elected by myself. <laughs> so, dictatorship has some negative connotations to it. So I don't like to say that word. I like to or say just, I'm a monarchy, and I was voted by myself. Or you're you just dictators. Isn't that Maybe. isn't that divine right? Did you pull like a French fry out of a stone somewhere or something like that? French <laughs> fry. Yep. He pulled a curly fry out of a stone. There was a lady in a lake that walked out of the water and handed a big cheeseburger, like a gold cheeseburger, to you. <laughs> Excalibur, like that's the host talking the about food all the time. He, he was handed Excalibur. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, oh, uh oh, there's so many t-shirts. Uh oh, so uh, someone has to make a t-shirt. Burn appetite t-shirt. Uh, I'll, I'll Excalibur. Add it to the list. 
Uh-uh. Uh, I'll add it to the list. Burger. Oh my God. The Stella burger. That is a bird coming out of the lake with the gold <laughs> burger. Yeah. I now have a title yeah. for this episode. <laughs> uh, that's a lot of shirts. <laughs> when Dwayne is writing that down and Aaron is um, spinning the gears in his head to make that t shirt after this episode ends. Skay, what were your thoughts on the bacon cheese hot dog? Wait, so, uh, Aaron, would you have given that the kiss, the diss, oh, yeah. or the kumsi kumsa? Sounded... Oh, kumsi kumsa. It, it wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great. Uh, yeah. I think if the chili was added to it, it would have been a lot better. But it just, eh, it happened. That's a pretty good segue into my review because I would have also <laughs> liked chili. Um, I did not have chili either. But apparently, the guys who work at my five guys are lazy and don't make chili. So, uh, but I thought it was good nonetheless. Mm-hmm. Um, the bacon was really good. Nice little yeah. toast on the bun. I like that they split the hot dog in half and kind of like fried it, kind of like butterfly open out. like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wait, yeah. Wait, like, wait, wait, wait a minute, yours was split in half. Yes. Yeah. Oh. They didn't split yours in half? No. Oh, oh man. supposed to be like their thing. Yeah. Apparently not this five guys. Oh, no. Wow. Um, I think I would have preferred nacho cheese for the cheese, but that's just me. The, yeah. the cheese they had on there was good. Um, Versus the plastic radioactive Yeah. Cheese. You know, <laughs> just kind of American cheese. Government Versus cheese. AMC- <laughs> Versus the AMC theater cheese. <laughs> Whatever it was. Um, so yeah, chili would have been money. Nacho cheese would have been really good. Um, but still I'll give it the old chef's kiss. Uh, it was, it was pretty good. It was probably the better of the two sandwiches I had. Now, okay. when was the last time you guys ordered a hot dog at a <laughs> restaurant? Not at like a ballpark or something where it's socially acceptable to order a hot dog. When was the last time at a restaurant? You're like, Oh, I'm going to go with a hot dog. I get the the chili dog from Sonic quite a bit. The the yeah, footlong chili. That's, if you're going to Sonic, a hot dog's not a bad choice from Sonic. I get that sheets? from there. The but... sheets count. Uh, yeah. Gas station hot dogs. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. It's not what you guys think when he says gas station, <laughs> gas station good, hot dog. Yeah, they're actually like good. No, it, this is like a dogs. this is like a restaurant in a gas like a station. Bucky's. It's yeah. like a Bucky's. Nah, I can't do that. Dwayne, when was the last time you ordered a hot dog? Uh, never. A restaurant. Never. Never? Never? Never. Huh? Seriously? Yeah. In all 85 years of your life, you never <laughs> once ordered a hot dog? Except for at a baseball game. But other than that. Wow. No. That's crazy. I mean, you, I mean, even when Moses parted the seas, you didn't get a hot dog then? Uh, well, I yeah. didn't order it. <laughs> You've never been to like a fun like hot dog themed restaurant where like all they have is hot dogs and just different kinds? James Coney? No. That is um, wild. You'll man. hear my review. Well, go. Now I'm interested. <laughs> you got me. I'm hooked. I'm not a hot dog guy. Like I'll eat them if they're there, but I, it's not something I go out of my way to eat. Obviously, you've never fucking ordered one before. <laughs> no. And mine was split. Um. Uh, I'm giving this a whatever it is. Not bad. Not bad. Pretty good. Better than Bernard's. I know that. I bacon. I bacon with yours. Oh, I gave it. A, I no. I gave a chef's kiss. I, I, I like kiss. my. No, I'm sorry. That's decent. Yeah. 
Mine was oh. my bacon was burnt and like super salty. <laughs> you got the secret sauce. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, they're like, "Fuck you, we don't have chili. I'll give you something else." <laughs> uh, <laughs> I had really low expectations for this hot dog. I was like, "Hot dog from Five Guys? Like, what the fuck?" I liked it. I yeah, liked it a lot, good. actually. I thought yeah. it was pretty good for uh, f- for a restaurant hot dog. I will say I only ate half of mine. Uh, I kept trying to give off. it a chance. I kept giving it a chance. You only like, ate half I, the wiener? Yep. Man. My bacon was also burnt, but I liked it that way. Um, <laughs> I got relish. I cheated and got relish on mine because I like relish. Okay. Um, but... Did anybody get the barbecue sauce added to it? I did not. No, I just had mine okay. plain. Okay. Um, I was pleasantly surprised. I'm gonna give it a chef's kiss. Okay, that's good. Uh, let's go to Dwayne. Dwayne, what was your item? My item was the Cajun fries. Uh, uh, super Cajuny. <laughs> <laughs> yes they are they absolutely are did they clear your sinuses uh yeah pretty much uh they i mean it was like you walked into louisiana i i i'm i'm almost at a chef's diss but i'm almost at coombsy coombs i'm in between right there like borderline they could have been a little crispier over seasoned I'm going with the overseason. Oh, this is this is where I disagree. <laughs> if you're going Cajun fries, I don't think you, it's possible to overseason them. Oh, they were. I think you just got to go for it. Baby. I had more. I had more Cajun than fry. <laughs> that's that's how it should be. Oh, Dwayne, this is our first fight in this marriage. <laughs> okay. Uh, Cajun fries. See, I'm I'm gonna I'm kind of with Dwayne here, not on the over seasoning bit, but for me the texture. The, a lot of them were just like soggy still. I wanted a little more cook on them; would have been better. I mm. thought the seasoning was fine. It was like flavorful. It was strong Cajun, but that's fine. Um, so I'm still gonna go boom, 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 boom <laughs> for this one. Um, a little disappointing on the cook of the fries. Okay, Aaron. Uh, I didn't mind the taste. I thought the spice part was okay. I didn't that the spice was enough. Um, yeah, it cleared out my sinuses. I mean, I could probably smell the color blue after eating like five of them because of all the seasoning. I think my only complaint is like, yeah, they're kind of they're not they're soggy. They're not you know crispy. Yeah. They're they're soggy. Uh, so I'll still give them the chef's kiss, mainly because. Mm. They tasted good. Tasted even better with ketchup or even with a little bit of mustard. They still tasted pretty good. Uh, But the sogginess is the only bad thing I I could hit them on. Everything else was just great about them. So, yeah, definitely chef's kiss on the fries, on the Cajun fries from Cajun, wherever that place is at. You know, Cajun. Has anyone gotten their? Have we talked about anyone's bite of the night yet? Feel free to chime in if you had your bite of the night. (laughs) Well, not so yet. Let us know which which your favorite was. Um, I agree with you guys. The, the front, well, I had it delivered, 
and anyone who delivers food or fries are gonna delivers be food because yeah. a piece of shit has food delivered to my lazy ass. <laughs> French fries are the worst thing you can have delivered, delivered to you. They are cold when you get them. They are always soggy and gross. That was my experience. Um, they were cold, um, mushy. If they were regular fries, these these would have fucking sucked real bad. Like I probably would have eaten one and like thrown out the rest of them. But because they were covered in the in the Cajun seasoning, my fingers were stained eating this. <laughs> like flaming hot Cheetos. I was not enjoying it, but I was still eating it. <laughs> Even though I had three other items to eat, I was still shoving french fries in my mouth. Like, these are so gross. <laughs> now, now to, to, to their benefit, I will say this with Five Guys. If you order small fries, you still get a giant bag full oh, yeah. of fries. I will oh, yeah. agree there. Half my agree. bag was covered in fries, and then yeah. I still pulled out the little cup. and it was still <laughs> Same with me. So... Yeah, they do do a good job. Um, I bet you can order them like extra crispy or whatever. I'm sure there's some sort of option that if I were to do this again and get fries, I would do that for sure. Okay. Going through puberty every time we record the show. (laughs) Get some water in you. Um, Clear that throat. All right. Skay. I got a dessert, so I'm gonna go. Wait, last. wait, wait. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I, uh, chef's diss for me. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. <laughs> is, that, is that okay for you, Skay? I got bitched at before we started recording. If my 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 Price is Right sound was not up to par have, for Skay. Have you ever watched The Price is Right? <laughs> I feel have like you it's ever... pretty good. <laughs> that, that one was pretty good. I'll, I'll give Bernie that one. I feel like it's pretty good. Your scale is wrong there. You're <laughs> you're you're tone deaf or something. I don't know. I don't know what it is, man. All right. Anyone Our listeners, to this, please yes. leave yes, us. Please. Do it again. There we go. Do it again. Do it again. Yeah. I mean, I, I, <laughs> you do a descending. You couldn't scale. even tell You're if like, it was me. Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> you couldn't even tell if it was me or Aaron playing it off his phone. <laughs> Listeners, uh. <laughs> leave us uh, a message on our post and let me know if you liked my prices right. Uh, what do you what do you even call that? It's, it's, it's called the losing horn. Losing, losing horn. horn. So okay, so uh, Bernie, did Burn Appetite have a losing horn or a okay. winner's horn? So, so, no. okay, so Bernie, Hashtag do, do winner's your, horn. Bernie, do yours so you can compare. Do yours. Come on. Uh, okay. Okay. Bump, 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 Okay, and here's the other one. On. I don't hear a difference. You go high on that first note. You got to go a little lower, I think. <laughs> it's it 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 fluctuates bum, there. Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> we'll let the listeners decide. Use hashtag winners horn. <laughs> Let's know how we did. Uh, Skay, 
you're next. I got yes. a dessert, so I'm going to go last. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I had the cheeseburger. Uh, since Aaron went with the hot dog, I also was thinking hot dog, but um, I went cheeseburger. I did not specify how we should get it, and I got mine uh, all the way, um, which is every topping that they have in the store available. How many is that? <laughs> uh, so I had at least lettuce, tomato, pickle, onion, and, and they had like sautéed onions, kind of like grilled onions or Ooh, whatever. Yeah, Damn, I would have got that. Mushrooms, <laughs> mushrooms on it as well, like sautéed <laughs> mushrooms. Um, God, probably ketchup and mayo at least. I, I don't know what else. All is pickles. All, all the way. I did say pickles. Um, Gotta get. Pickles. It was like it was all right tasting, but it was just like a mess. Um, <laughs> You sabotaged was, your own burger. Yeah, I kind of <laughs> fucked up the order. I think if I'd just gone like lettuce, tomato, onion, and mayo on it, which is my preferred burger toppings, um, probably would have been better. Reminded you get me real of real nervous at the counter when they're like, "How do you want that? Like, what do you want?" Yeah. I was not anticipating that question, um, and I looked up there and it just said all the way. I said, "Yeah, all right, yeah, give me that." Um, so I'm going to give this, uh, it, see, it had good flavor. Like the flavor was good in there. Reminded me of a Whopper. I like Whoppers pretty good. Um, I'm going to give this Kumsi Kumsa. I should have ordered better. Um, I think it still would have been a little greasy and heavy, but I could have done better at the counter. Okay. Dwayne. I got mine with just, uh, well, it was a cheeseburger with lettuce and ketchup. That's there, all. And I do want to note that their cheeseburger is actually a double cheeseburger. Their little cheeseburger is the single patty. Yeah. So when, when you order a cheeseburger, you're getting two patties. You are so, getting a meal. <laughs> <laughs> you are getting a meal. And possible uh, heart attack. Mine, mine was, it was okay. Like, it, it, I would, I mean, I'll eat it. I'm not going to go out of my way to eat it, so uh, I'm going Kumsi Kumsa. Okay. Aaron? How'd you get uh, your burger? And what I you got doing? my burger uh, with cheese, ketchup, mustard, barbecue sauce. Uh, You're all yeah, about that, that barbecue was... sauce. Yeah, I love barbecue sauce. Oh, it covers up every other thing. So. <laughs> <laughs> it helps it with actually the flavor. adds flavor to it. It helps with the flavor. <laughs> And then uh, at work, I have some spicy ketchup, so I added some spicy ketchup to it as well. Oh, I feel like that's cheating. How's it <laughs> cheating? <laughs> um, because spicy ketchup is the shit. I, <laughs> again, the burger came out, you know, it t- like like Skay said, it tastes like a Whopper because it, it has it has like a very salty like taste to the patty. Um, Secret sauce. The <laughs> the uh, the bun was was a little was toasted was kind of crunchy, so. Overall, it was okay, but I wouldn't go out of my way to have another burger there. Uh, so it's like in between Kumse Kumsa with Chef's Kiss, like in between that those Ooh, two. Chef's Kiss, you went the other way. It was, it was in between those two because again, it tastes like a Whopper. I do like Whoppers. I prefer Burger King over uh, McDonald's. Uh, so that's kind of what I give it. Um, it's a decent burger, but I think the toppings help it out more than the actual patty itself. So, okay. 
Uh, and I also had, had it with bacon, too. Added bacon on it, too. Mm-hmm. This is making me feel better because I constantly hear people say Five Guys is the best fast food, fast casual burger. And it drives me fucking nuts because it's not. God no, damn it. it's not. It, it's it not. is not that way. It is definitely this not is that way. the first time that I could remember where my burger did not taste like burnt hockey pucks. <laughs> Every time I get a burger there, it's always overcooked. And it's like hard. Like, it's yeah. just not good ever. Yeah. Very this much time, agree with that. This time they kind of went the opposite way <laughs> where <laughs> it was like mushy to the point where like they probably could have cooked it a little longer. Yeah. Um, I got mine with ketchup, mayo, mustard, pickles, um, and tomato. I didn't get lettuce, uh, but it was, it was just all right. It's, it's better than like most fast food burgers yeah but for the price that you're gonna pay for it it's not worth the price for it (laughs) i would rather i'd rather just get a mcdonald's double cheeseburger and call it a day yeah i don't know about that or whatever i don't know about i was i was gonna butt back in with that though like all like the burger is nine dollars and 29 cents on my receipt yeah it's 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 expensive and that doesn't come with fries that's not like i'm spending nine dollars on a burger i'm gonna go to like an actual restaurant and order a burger (laughs) you know what I mean? it was priced like a fuddruckers burger but it wasn't so um the massively overpriced for what you for it's not it's not a bad burger. I don't want to sit here and say, you know, it's a shit burger. Like it's gross. I just don't think it's the top tier burger that people want it to no, be. It's just an all right. It's just a burger. Like it's just a burger. Like, I think Whataburger is like, better. I think Shake Shack's better. I yeah. Think there's nothing special better. about it. Like that's how I felt. It's just a burger. I'd probably rather eat like Carl's Jr. Hardy's burgers over this. I would too. If they stayed open in my area, just to name a few. So, have we gotten to anyone's bite of the night yet? Oh wait, first no. I gotta give it Not a, yet. I gotta give it a kumsi kumsa. I keep forgetting my own rules. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Koomsie show. You should know this. Your show, Aaron. It's our show. Hey, hey. <laughs> you were given the Excalibur. <laughs> That's canon. Oh, yeah, I did. Now. I did just have a rant of how I'm the. <laughs> yeah, the waitress from the lake. Handed you Excalibur. Oh man, he's doubling right. down on this. You're right. It's it's my show. God damn it. <laughs> uh, unless nobody listens to it, and then it's our show, and we all <laughs> we all hold the blame for it. Uh, Kumsi Kumsa on the burger. Anyone bite of the night yet? Not yet. No, not yet. Oh, Dwayne. No. <laughs> yet? You want you want to? You were talking so much shit. You want a spoiler? No, I don't want to spoil it. All right. Dwayne was talking so much shit on my item when I told him what it was. First off, my item was going to be a milkshake with every topping on the menu. Oh, that would have killed me. My wife let me know how stupid an idea that was, how it's not funny. Maybe someone listening to this might be interested in what we want to order and go to the store and want to order it themselves. No one would ever do that. Like, you're wasting everyone's time. Don't be an idiot. And I said, yeah, that makes sense. Okay. So I reeled it in, and I decided to get the Elvis Presley. I got a milkshake with peanut butter, banana, and bacon. 
Never had a milkshake from Five Guys. I'm not a milkshake person. Mostly because I eat so much goddamn food. The last thing I want to do is to drink a giant milkshake. <laughs> especially one that has bacon in it. Um, it was my bite of the night. It was great. Not only was it great, I finished it. And at the bottom was giant chunks of burnt <laughs> bacon covered in cream and ice cream and peanut butter. Oh, my God. It was I was a kid in a candy store when I saw that. I was like, oh, my God. There's a whole layer of fucking bacon chunks at the bottom of this. Real bacon, too. Not like the little salad topper bullshit that some places do. They legitimately cooked up bacon, them, chopped it up, and put it bacon. in. They, they took already cooked chunks of bacon. Just... It's a chef's kiss, baby. That milkshake was fantastic. The ice cream they use was great. Kind of remind me of like Dairy Queen's ice cream, taste-wise. But... Uh, Ice cream was great. The flavor combo was great. I fucking hit it out of the park with this choice, baby. I'm going to pat myself on the back. Dwayne, <laughs> you're going to go last. Aaron, go ahead. <laughs> on the Elvis Presley milkshake. Um, it was a good milkshake. I, I didn't taste the bacon at all, and I think that's why it was good. You didn't uh, have chunks of bacon in it? It did. Is it, they're at the bottom. They, you didn't eat them? The, no. <sighs> You didn't get any up the straw? Nope. No, really? Wow. Yeah, I had, I I had like nickel-sized chunks. So the peanut butter and banana shake was amazing. It was amazing. And I think it's, beca- I think it's amazing because I didn't taste the bacon. Um, not everything bacon-flavored is good. So it, it's true. I, I've even had bacon-flavored coffee before. It's not good. Uh, trusted... <laughs> The expert, Bern Appetit. I wouldn't steer you wrong, my man. You should yeah, have reached in the bottom of that gonna cup. going to go for everything. <laughs> yeah, you're going to go for every topping available for this concoction. You should have uh, dug into the bottom of that cup and scooped out a bunch of those little bacon bits, man. I, dr- I drank around it. So, uh, But it was really good. I did like the peanut butter and banana shake. Um, very delicious. Uh, the ice cream that they used was really good. Uh and it and for a second there, that shake made me made me forget that I was a dad, and that was a good feeling. For that five minutes, it was a good feeling. Getting deep did, there. Did you feel <laughs> like a kid again with that milkshake? Or? I felt I felt hair regrow on top of my head. <laughs> I didn't feel the stress and pain in my back. Uh, I didn't have the the knowledge that when I go home, I'm gonna have to vacuum up after uh, those two little those two little kids. So uh, for five minutes, it was amazing. And then, then when I was done, I realized, yeah, I got to go back home. See, everyone, so. that's the experience you get when you come <laughs> and be a guest on Burn Appetit. Not only do I uh, smother you with praise and learning about who you are as a person, but then you get experiences like that where <laughs> you forget you even have kids or stress and you're just relaxing that, and that you're enjoying true. a nice peanut butter banana milkshake. That is true. Skay. Um, what was your rating, Aaron? <laughs> Did you give a chef's kiss? Uh, I'll, I'll give it a chef's kiss. Okay. Chef's kiss. Bite of the night? Bite of the night. Woo! This, I'll, I'll just preface this with the note I have written on the back of the receipt here. <laughs> Shake. Surprisingly good. Way better than I expected. Probably wouldn't order it myself but not bad at all. Um, 
definitely chef's kiss. Uh, it was it was fucking good, man. Um, I thought you were going to follow up that. Yes. You follow up that note with yes. Like, you read the back and it says, "Okay, also love Skay." No, no, no. <laughs> um, yes, the bacon. I you know when you first introduced the idea, I was like, Ew, a little bit, you know, like fuck, it's got peanut butter, banana, and bacon. But the bacon was the best part. Um, just like mm-hmm. it was so. I, I couldn't taste the ice cream as much, so it wasn't like wasn't outstanding, like a great milkshake, I guess. A lot of peanut butter in mine. Um, had some good banana in there, but that bacon, that like salty, meaty, burnt little bite in there with the rest of that shit, man, was that good. That like mm-hmm. it totally like balanced it out. It matched up like perfect with that. And yeah, it was it was legit. Um like I say, probably wouldn't order again, but uh, not bad at all. I'll give that chef's kiss. Bite of the night for sure. Bite of the night. Absolutely. Three bite of the nights. Now oh, to the grumpy old man, Dwayne. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Who talks shit whenever I told him we're doing peanut butter, banana, bacon. And this is not my bite of the night. I just, I don't have one. Nothing Ooh. here. Oh. Scathing. Scathing. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wow. I mean, if wow. I had to give anything a but if like if you force me to what you have to, to? I'd probably say the hamburger. I mean, yeah. You don't have nothing, to give a party tonight. Nothing really out this uh I was kind of like scared, like, oh fuck, man. But this is like the hot dog. Like bananas are like I, I can eat them, but like it's not something I want to eat. <laughs> Really? So, oh. so this is just eh, like the peanut butter was nice, bacon. All right. I, have, I have banana smoothie like every morning for breakfast. Yeah, I, I'm not a big banana. Like I can <laughs> eat them, but then I can take them and leave them. Uh, I will say, you told me like, just order it. If you don't like it, give it to your daughter. So I gave it to her, and she's like, "What is this?" I said, "Just try it." <laughs> she's like oh it's probably like a caramel blah 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 i'm like just try it she's like oh this is good what is it i said it's <laughs> banana peanut butter she oh yeah i taste that and bacon she's like there's bacon in here <laughs> <laughs> you just blew her mind she's like oh this is really good so she loved it good I'm did, you get, did you eat the bacon chunks in it yeah, I got I got bacon chunks when I was drinking it. Isn't it wild to eat bacon, but it's it just, be like melt? But it's, yeah, <laughs> it's a weird. It is a weird sensation where you're like, wait, is that uh, bad milk or is that? <laughs> oh, it's crunchy. It must be the bacon. That's awesome. uh, okay, I'll go back and ha- I'll go back and redo the milkshake. I'll uh, so redo it. Highly recommend it. For me, I'm I'm gonna go chef's this, just because I mean I'm not a I'm not a banana guy. I'm not. I'm never gonna that's, order this oh, again. Man. Not even a kumsi kumsa. That's no. wow. No, no. Let I him, didn't like. Let him I do didn't, the noise. I didn't like the aftertaste. There's a lot of the, not a banana mer- guy. Not a banana guy. So. Oh man. Mer, 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 mer. <laughs> Come on, mine was better than that. No, that was much better than yours. You're, 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 it's right. not even the right sound. It's not even... We're gonna put a poll up. All right, <laughs> we're gonna have people answer the question of who did this the best. 
Um, I love Elvis Presley sandwiches. Usually they include, I think, honey as well. Uh, peanut butter, banana, bacon, honey sandwiches. Chocolate syrup. Uh, I picked this combo because I'm 90% sure I will also die in a toilet. <laughs> <So> <laughs> that's why I went with this combo. Uh, all right. <laughs> That just about wraps it up here for Burn Appetit. There's only one thing we got left to do. And I like Elvis. To... <laughs> You're dropping deuces while chunking deuces. It's all good. We need to rank or tier it. Uh, I guess we can just rank it because we ranked episode one. We ranked it. And now we're shoehorned into ranking it. So out of 10, Aaron, what would you give five guys? Give it a six. Six? Give it a six. Any it, final uh, thoughts? I mean, honestly, I get five guys mixed up with Smashburger with the with the quality aspect of it. Uh, mm. To me, there's really no difference. Uh, I don't actively search out five guys for eating burgers. I'd rather go to a Fuddruckers or go to a Carl's Jr. or go someplace else to eat I a have burger. Some bad news for you about Fuddruckers. Yeah, I know that they're, they're, they're gone. <laughs> they're gone. But I mean. For burgers, they had they had good burgers, but that's again that's a lost cause. So, uh, yeah, I I'm just it was a good burger. I mean, it was a decent burger. Am I do I what, am I going to go to Five Guys again? Probably not anytime soon, just because unless the family wants something from there, I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to actively seek them out. So, yeah, six out of ten. You know, I'm, I'm, and that's that's me rounding up. That's me rounding up. So right. that's it. Dwayne, I'm going three out of ten. <laughs> three! <laughs> Whoa! Oh, wow! Wow! The Incredible Hulk of fast food. <laughs> Two episodes <laughs> in, and we have our first controversial <laughs> ranking. Wow! Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm never gonna go here again. There's nothing here that I like. I'm like, oh, I gotta go have it. It it wow. was just a. Eh. Oh, this makes me so happy. Yeah. <laughs> Stay. Uh, do you remember my score from Buffalo Wild Wings? It was like a. No, I don't. It was like a five. Probably. No, I think it was like I a six. Either. No, I think it was a six point something, six point one or six point two or. Because he had us do the the point scale, so yeah, you weren't allowed to have even numbers. <laughs> oh, was we, we could go by tenths then here? That's yeah, what you're whatever you want, free reign, baby. Oh wow, wow! <laughs> I'm a monarch, a monarch who uh, lets people have free reign. A monarch. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! So I'm gonna give four and four and nine sixteenths. Um, <laughs> Steiner math. He's got the Steiner yeah. math. It, it, That's you get a good point. Not, bad. not not well. What is nine sixteen? <laughs> okay. Um. God, I can't do that math. Nine point seven. I'm holding my phone. Nine sixteen. Uh, so that's that is a uh, four point five six two five. Um. It's it's not bad, right? <laughs> but for the price, and honestly, for me, I had to drive to the other side of town to get it. 
took me like 10 minutes to drive over there, 10 minutes to drive back. I got places that are five minutes away. Hold on, hold on, Aaron. He just said he had to drive to the other side of town. It's 10 minutes. It's 10 minutes. You know where the other side of town of Houston is? It's yeah. an hour and a half. An hour and a half. <laughs> See, Houston is not a town. And that's with though. good traffic. That's with it's good like traffic. It's like a gigantic, sprawling city, like third biggest in the country or whatever it is. So Yeah, third biggest, not because of you know quantity or even quality. It's because of weight. Have you seen how we look? <laughs> It's weight. True. Well, I mean, you're all on the fast food podcast. What do I say? I no lived there right? for three years and I still haven't recovered. All you got to do is go, <laughs> all you got to do is go to Almeida Mall and look around. And I want to say around, I mean a round as in a balloon with orbit. That's it. Four uh, and nine sixteenths, or whatever the fuck he said. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Four point five six two. Five five sixty five. I wow, these are so much lower than I thought. It's it's hard to justify going to Five Guys for the price <laughs> for what you're gonna get. Uh, uh, it is. I hard don't. To I don't see myself ever wanting to go there. I know <laughs> I would enjoy McDonald's burger better than a Five Guys burger because it's a dollar and I know what I'm gonna get. I wouldn't go that far for myself. Oh man! But it is good quality food. You know what I mean? Like it's not like it's like they're serving shit. Like I really enjoyed the hot dog. I love the milkshake. I'm torn. This is an overall score, though. It's not just the food. This is overall. Well, the the price really does it for what you get. I will say this: when I went to this restaurant, it was super clean. It was the cleanest I've ever seen it, and that's probably because there's nobody there. So <laughs> that should say something. Spent half my stimulus check at fucking five guys for this. <laughs> <laughs> um, I got to give it a 4.3. 4.3. Just And the majority of the negative is based on price. I'd probably give it a yeah. 6 if you were talking about food. Yeah, the price was pretty. But the high. price, the price, man, is just outrageous for what you get. I mean, you could probably feed yourself just by ordering one small fry, just like order like a like a order of small fries. You could probably feed yourself for the next two days. But you're not lying. The man. price is just insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. It is. And you, what else is crazy? The amount of fun that I had on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> This is my favorite part of the podcast, actually. <laughs> um, we got one final segment on here, and that's a little segment I like to call Plugs. Aaron, plug away. What you got going on? All right. Well, at the beginning of the show, uh, I, ha- I do have a YouTube channel called Front Row Negative. And oh, yeah, prob- we talked about that. Sorry. Huh? <laughs> I don't think we talked about that during the Pretty Woman segment. That's Sorry. okay. But uh, going forward, uh, other things might be in the works going forward. Is this breaking uh, like, shoes? <laughs> this is breaking shoes. <laughs> breaking shoes. Uh, I have purchased a new mic. I have set up a Steamyard account. Uh, so some, you know, we we could be coming back with uh, a new show for a new podcast that. 
Oh. Me and my that me and my bro Chris, uh, we tried for a while, but life just kind of got in the way. But now we're in a good point in our lives where we can record. So, uh, front row negative the podcast will be coming back soon. We're, right. we're looking we to bring it, here it back first. Breaking Chews, Burn Appetit, <laughs> Episode 2. So, so we're looking to bring it back. So, uh, But yeah, we do have a YouTube channel where we do unboxings. And honestly, I should just rename it like, you know, Disappointed Aaron. Just because <laughs> of everything I get is I'm just disappointed with. And the last box I got with uh, the, the box of water, uh, I got so many messages about, why are you always disappointed in your videos? Why do you always not look happy? I'm like, well... You try hope spending three minutes editing a video where you're not happy about getting crappy Coke water yeah, <laughs> delivered to you. Or how about you get some mystery hats and three of them are the exact same item, the exact same hat. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's it's just going to be called Disappointing Aaron from now on for those they YouTube had, videos. They had the blind guy working that day. He probably, they probably, he probably was blind. He could have been an NBA ref with the way he uh, get, put in the, the hats in the boxes. Oh man! Take. But yeah, but yeah, there's that. Uh, I do have a T Public and a Red Bubble store, which has all my mashups that I talk about in the beginning of the show. Were my designs that you know? It's basically by fans for fans of a franchise, not something that's commercially constructed by. <laughs> Pretty much for fans by fans, it's f- buff. Wonder if uh, <laughs> it's F- Damon buff. from Shark Tank isn't listening to this. I hope not. You, uh, <laughs> but uh, it's designs, so you'll see stuff for comic books. You'll see stuff for wrestling, for movies, for horror movie stuff. So it's a it's a good mixture of just all my interests that are in that shop. Uh, the last design I did was for Kong's Island Punch, which uh, has picked up steam since the movie came out which I'm grateful for. So if you've bought one, thank you. My, my number one seller now is Moon Knight, is the Moon Knight design I did. That one has been a consistent seller this week and last week. Love so it. Uh, that's really, you know, I'm really loving that. I'm really appreciative of that. I thought the Burn Appetit uh, shirts were going to be number one sellers. <laughs> well, uh, we have an official yeah. release. <laughs> going to drop some apps here, man. <laughs> Yeah, you, you gotta have episodes first. Get out. This isn't the turtles. You can't just have merchandise before the the show. You, you, <laughs> you got to have you know a show before the product. We're putting uh, in the work now. The profit comes later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I got that going down, and then yeah, in my freelance artistry. So I do I do graphic design on the side. So if you need a logo, you need to design anything, you know, hit me up. I'm sure there will be links in the uh, the uh, show episode notes. description, the show notes, and everything. So yeah, I'll work with you. I'm I'm pretty reasonable on prices, um, but at the same time, uh, you got to be able to communicate. And I think that's all my plugs. Just yeah, shirts, uh, radio, sh- uh, podcast, YouTube, <laughs> and design. So <laughs> that's it so he, far. Uh, he found a time machine and he's going back to 1976 and he's having his own radio show. <laughs> <laughs> pretty much. I'm gonna get a Wayne Jack. Dwayne, go ahead. Plug away, Dwayne. Well, this is a great segue because uh, I know a great network you can put your podcast on. Oh, oh really? It's called Cross the Streams Media. Ah. That's where Burn Appetit is. That's where Three Bears and a Mic, Four Dorksmen, uh, Secondary Heroes, 
Burt Reynolds. Why can I never remember that one? Charles Bronson and Burt Reynolds. Charles Charles Bronson and Burt Reynolds. The Dan 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 Aykroyd podcast. Yeah. Fuck yeah. I hear some really cool people started that network. You should check it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, Go there. You can buy merchandise from all the podcasts. You can rate them. You can review them. You can leave voicemails. Everything you want. All the social medias are right there. Awesome. It's gay. Uh, Dwayne did my plug. (laughs) Most of the people that listen to this can't come to the driving range. So, hey, you never know. Too far. It's a little too far of a drive. Yeah, so put it out there. People will come visit. Come to the driving range. (laughs) (laughs) We got balls. I would like to plug. (laughs) We got Uh, balls. It is now. Are the dimples clean? Uh, mostly, yeah. Some of them are a little muddy, but you should have your slogan be "All potatoes, no meat." <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I would like to plug Come my on, whack your balls. <laughs> Burn appetite. Uh, I would also like to plug the podcast Three Beers and a Mic," where I am a COVID guest, and as soon as they all get back together and record in person. I will go fuck off and uh, work on three beers and an MCU name still pending <laughs> featuring both Dwayne and Skay. I did. That wraps say, it up. Go ahead. Skay. Um, I was going to say that um, you guys think three beers and an MCU is kind of like the wolf pack <laughs> and three beers and Mike is just kind of like black and white NWF. Just the, the original. And what's Burn Appetit? The LWO? Burn Appetit's more... I want to be the blue meaning one. It's the the BWO? I was going to say DX. The Blue World Order? Dick jokes. And (laughs) I don't know. It's different. It's like the rude, crude alternative. Hollywood Dwayne. Attitude. So it's like... <laughs> we're selling the show a bit, Skay. Uh, <laughs> hey, I'm not going to embarrass myself anymore on this show and lead us out. That's going to be your job. Oh, God. So close us out, Skay. Okay. Uh, from Burn Appetit and these four guys, this was our review of Five Guys, a Burn Appetit podcast on the Cross the Stream Media Network. <laughs> <laughs>